Yeah. You know, so. I'm the LaCroix ready to go? <laughs> you are professional as <laughs> shit. Who said that was yours, bro? Uh, well, it is It is now. That's how <laughs> Corona rules. You just touch something, it's yours now. Yeah, dude. Well, hey, what's up, bro? Not much. Yeah, man. How you I doing? Mean, uh, good, good, good. Haven't seen you for a couple nights. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like, uh, where where did we see? We saw each other. The NoHo Diner. The NoHo Diner and and that and that backyard. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that Coles. backyard. Speaking easy. Coles up in Burbs. Yes, also, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I will. You know, that was my first time at NoHo Diner, and that's the way it is. It's like if you go back to the beginning of like stand up, like. Start naming off places you have been. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah, have yeah, seen yeah. so much more of LA than like the average person. Yeah, you know? you just you're like Paladinos, Cork Lounge, uh, Rock. Hold paper, on, hold on. How, long you, how long have you been doing comedy for? I first went up in 2011. 2011. So okay, so you've been here for like nine years. Yeah, bro. I mean, when Ryan was here last week, we were talking about Mike's. Like I've I've been in the game for plus fifteen, and so we we're just talking about Mike's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I was listening to that because some of the spots you guys said, I I remember because that's I you guys have always been Valley guys to me. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah, I yeah. saw you, and I used to, I originally lived in the Valley when I first moved here, and of course like Talmo is just like. <laughs> A legend of the valley. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's man. a character of itself. There's not okay. So there, um, you know, I mean, he he has uh, his run-ins with people, but overall, I mean, if you hate Ryan, if if you dislike Ryan Tomo, there there must be something heavily wrong with you. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like how could you, you know? I didn't even know that anyone had a run-in with him. Yeah, you know, everyone's yeah. got beef here and there, yeah, yeah, but even yeah, him, yeah. it's L.A., bro. It's it's L.A., you know? I LA. remember going up at, uh, what was it? Like, not Turbo Tuesdays, but he also did a, a UBG thing, Universal Bar and Grill show himself. The Night of the 100 Comics. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, another yeah, one, yeah, like yeah. a, I don't know, comedy mat, I don't know. But it, I stayed till one thirty in the morning, and I had to, like, work the next day. And I bounced, <coughs> like, no hard feelings. I could tell that Ryan was getting hammered. And he didn't even know who I was. It was nice of him to even put me on at all. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I didn't go up. And then the next day, at like eight AM though, he had a like he sent me a message saying, I fucked up on giving you stage time. I owe you. I'm so sorry. And yeah. That was nice because I mean the guy barely knew me. Yeah, you know? I mean right Orion's nice. Or Orion's a good dude. You said UBG, right? Mm-hmm. Oh God, we were to talk about that. That's like a fucking an abyss, he said. He said an abyss. I'm like, Yeah. It's a fucking <laughs> abyss. It's like it's the same thing. You yeah. go there, you you get booked for a crispy show, right? You know, again, every time I say crispy show, much props to Chris Putro, the the shows that he produces. You know what I mean? But every time you show up there, it's always like it's always the same deal. You go to that red room, that that red room in the back. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you look at other comics, like, oh yeah, you're here too. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's gonna be a shit show. No one's itching to go up right away at that. No, one no, at no, all. no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Those are the places that I've definitely. You don't do material, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, you do material, <laughs> but you've got to speak. Uh, what the fuck is going on inside the room? Yeah. Which sometimes is nothing, and sometimes like nobody paying attention, and you've got to, yeah, you've got to scream for the attention. Sometimes you really do. It's like because they're so loud, <coughs> and so noise helps. Having yeah. volume helps, but it's like you got to play it like a weird fucking rock and yeah. roll instrument. Yeah, where are you from, by the way? Michigan. Michigan. What part of Michigan? The southwest part. Southwest. Con- okay, cause- little tiny town <laughs> called like, Constantine. It's like what's that? What's what's that? A uh, generic thing? What what does Michigan look Is like? Is there? You put your <laughs> put your right hand, my right palm towards you. So okay. That, okay. So I'm in the. The bottom left part. What is it of called? My Constantine, Michigan, Constantine? St. Joe County. 
Closest yeah. somewhat town people recognize is Kalamazoo. Okay. Farm country type shit. Seed corn capital of the world. Nothing going on. Friday night light shit, you know? Okay. And where'd you move to after that? And then I, I came out to L.A. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, I went well, to I went to Michigan State, and so I stayed up in East Lansing. So that was a little transition where I started seeing people, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Jewish people for the first time in my life. <laughs> Different cultures I'm showing guessing, up. Uh, uh, Constantine is um. I'm guessing 99% white people. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Completely. There's farm farmland. Yeah, we had one one black family in the whole town. Oh, the Conleys. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we had one. They, they might <laughs> you have, even like, know who more. they are? Oh, yeah. It was friends <laughs> off. Philip Conley and, Ke- and his cousin, Kendall Hackney. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and then you moved to uh, East Lansing. You went to Michigan State. Yeah. Um, And then you, you started seeing diversity. Was that the first time you, you experienced, like, diversity and shit? Yeah, like, in person, for yeah. sure. And yeah. then I was in, like, the film and TV program, and... It, it started a thing that has continued all throughout L.A. where kids around me are telling Jewish jokes and I don't understand any of them. <laughs> I, like, I have no fucking... Like, I really doubt. I don't know. I've tried to... I don't know. Yeah. And so, okay, so you did the East Lansing. By mm-hmm. the way, um, uh, so you went to Michigan State, right? And, Green and white, and, baby. And you got, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you got your undergrad in yeah. a, a film. And... Uh, what was did you do an open mic there or something? Was that your start of comedy, or did you just move out here and then that this is where you started comedy? It, this is where I started comedy, and this is like the only place I've ever done comedy, bro. Really? I've very like I I've, I did an open mic in San Diego once. I did an open mic l- later after I moved to LA and Michigan, like once at a bar, and that's it. But I mean, you've uh, done the road and stuff, right? I, no, I have not. Oh, bro, let me tell you, bro. Okay, so you're you're very jaded right now as a comedian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I always tell people who start doing the road, comedy gets much easier once you get out of, out of L.A. Yeah. It's so easy. It you sounds know? like I was talking with, I saw, I went on a hike and I saw Mikey McKernan at the top at Griffith Park the other night. And I'm actually. Mikey McKernan. Yeah, another valley name for oh, you. Turbo man. Tuesdays. I love Mikey, dude. Uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, boo. Huh? <gasps> huh? <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> Another guy that first gave me stage time in the valley. Nothing but good things to say about that guy too. Yeah. You know, what I mean, him and Ron Talmo. Uh, but honestly. I'm going to I'm going to Phoenix actually, it, like February first. I'm gonna go. Out th- I've got family out there, and uh, I got in touch over the holidays with one of the comedy clubs, and I'm pretty sure they'll put me up. And, Phoenix. Uh, Chandler's the one I got in hold of, but I'm gonna be in Phoenix all around there. You know? Yeah. So I got how far is Chandler from Phoenix? I don't know. Like. It's it's like LA to me Arizona it's like it's all very connected you yeah, can yeah, drive yeah. it might be forty minutes and even. it's open too so yeah it's very open it's 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 open it's like uh, that's why you know uh, me and my wife were talking to a couple yesterday from Austin who I knew and uh, they made the case for us to move to Austin we're most likely moving to Austin you are yeah okay you know? doing it <clears throat> and uh, I'm just like dude I'm I'm just done I'm just done with the fucking the speakeasy prohibition style yeah. fucking yeah. uh comedy shows you know the fucking even the open mic that i go to uh it's it's a slotted sign up i mean even that like don't tell a lot of people about the slot it's like okay all right yeah it's like we have to keep <laughs> everything underground yeah before you were just dying to get people out now you have to like keep yeah, all of that a fucking yeah. secret mm. i get you i'm excited because like like I said, I've never done the road and like really got to perform for a lot of good audiences. I've been yeah, in yeah. open mic hell for a long time, and so I'm excited for that. And yeah, yeah, even yeah. Rec- even recently, I didn't realize like you comedy for <coughs> so long that like you kind of stopped telling your golden fucking jokes. Yeah, and like most of these mics during pandemic, man, 
I mean, it, it was great for my writing, but I didn't do like any old jokes until like Saturday night when I went up at NoHo Diner. That was yeah. the first time I kind of like told some jokes that I've had for a few years. How'd you I'm feel? Amazing. I felt like a fucking comedy ninja, man. Yeah, yeah, D- yeah. You know? It's great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking great up there, dude. I mean, uh, you know... I go through my shares of bombing, and even the bombing I fucking enjoy. Yeah. I, I I love fucking bombing. Oh, dude. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't love bombing, but you know what I mean. Like I, I love going through the process. Yeah. You know what it's I mean. Def- it makes you feel human. Yes. You really like. Yes, one hundred percent. Like you know, you're watching a movie that guy feels like a loser. Like you get to feel like that for real in comedy. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Where you're like, I don't yeah. even like me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm guessing you're a single man. Yeah, I'm pretty single. Yeah, I'm pretty singleish. How uh, how long have you been single for in LA? Oh, I I spent like four years w- with a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, and, is, she, uh, is she a comic? She no, she wasn't. Okay, thank God. I've never dated a comedian. <laughs> I've never dated a comedian. Would you date that? Would you? No, I would, ne- okay, I, I good, would never. Okay, good, good. I never good. have and I never would. Good. I never good. would ever. Yeah. She was actually, not to say that that uh, comedian ladies are damaged. I'm just saying that. They are really damaged. Yeah. <laughs> to, well, to me, I'm like, you're only good at comedy if you're damaged. So yeah, it's either I don't yeah, respect yeah, you yeah, as a comedian yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, I don't know. And a lot of people that date in the seat, I'm like, really? Dude, girls that tell me that they've dated like more than one guy in comedy, I'm like, oh my God, how dude. low are you? Like, because, dude, there are some ugly motherfuckers out there. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't I don't get it. Like, there's girls that I, I, they're cute. Yeah. They're people would consider them the hot girls. Yeah. They're they're cute. And I've known like some of my comedian friends that have actually got seconds and thirds from and I'm just like Ugh. Like Ugh. and that's the thing, dude. It's like oh, no man. It's more I think people do it more for the drama. Like they it's <laughs> they're not doing it for comedy. Like this is a real social it can be a social thing. You know, yeah, it really yeah, yeah, g- yeah, gives yeah. people that feel like so many people that get booked a lot. It's their first three years doing stand-up. You see that on all everyone's show flyers and shit. It's yeah. three to five years in. People not that serious. They're here for the hang. They're here to conquer high school mm-hmm. and be the fucking top jocks and yeah. then leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? So hold on. So, uh, you know, uh, as a single man, you know, uh, how old are you? I'm 30 years young. You're, you're 30 years young. You've, yeah. got, you got, you've still got a bunch of testosterone rolling through your veins, man. <sighs> You sexual know? being yeah and and that's the thing dude how do you how do you how do you date how do you how do you date nowadays uh with this fucking like uh with covid and the and the fucking lock i mean what's your you know like what's the proper like i feel like every i feel like if i was a single guy and i was gonna meet women like the first thing i would think of is oh uh, i you know i know they're gonna think that you know if i'm co- if i have covid or anything yeah. like that you know which is yeah. Which is fucking weird, because never at in in the past you, would you have to worry about this kind of shit. I know? just I know <laughs> that there's people that are like, uh, I like if you want to date during this time, some people are like, oh, let's keep it virtual or some shit, you know? And it's like, <laughs> is that a thing? I have some friends that have like met <laughs> girls and just like talked to them just on virtual dates, and then they'll meet up with them and they keep their masks on. And it's like I can't I can't even imagine. Honestly, I, I would never entertain what? if I was gonna ask a girl out. In today's day, I would be, I'd be like, hey, cut the bullshit. Would you be, are you scared of this shit? Or, or would you like meet me in person? Otherwise, I'm not going to go through Would you groups. really say that? Or are you, no, are you no. just posturing? Oh, no, I swear to God I would. <laughs> because why waste time? Because yeah, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. like go somewhere and park or whatever and meet someone and then be like, oh, would you rather wear a mask? And I'm like, oh, God, <clears throat> you're going to like start talking about the election like an hour oh, in. God. Like I can just tell by that. I'm like, 
we yeah, have nothing in common. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. wanna. I'm not like, even yeah, here like, to... like, like for me, like if I was single right now, I'm, 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 I'm heavy. I'm heavy into politics, but that's something that I'm into. And on a first date, second, maybe even third date, I would never. <laughs> just common sense. Common sense. You don't bring up politics, or you don't bring up religion. You don't yeah. bring up any of those. You know, in the audition dates, I like to call. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I haven't. I don't know. I haven't experienced much of that. I've. Uh, I, I had a girl. Tell you the truth, that I, I kind of ended things with, uh-huh. like over summer, end of summer. Was and it? Was it? Was it, it bad? Bad breakup? It, I don't know. It wasn't like. It wasn't messy. I don't know. I don't think we left on great terms. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. There were other things involved, but one of them for sure is that she wouldn't fucking quit bothering me about not wearing a mask outside. Oh, no. Dude, like one of the last like epic, like we had many arguments about things. Oh, no. Just she didn't like the way I lived my life. She didn't like that I put on the open mic. She'd always be like, did anyone, anyone get sick at the open mic? And uh, I'm like, I'm and, like, what? And that is the kind of hysteria I'm against. It's yeah. like it's, it's like people like that, I'm, you know, no. No disrespect to your ex-girlfriend, but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that's the kind of hysteria that's like plaguing yeah. L.A. and most of these fucking urban populated cities. You know, I it's like take it. You know, it's it's like okay. So one time when the first lockdown first happened, right, uh, was back in February or or, or, or March, right? Yeah. Uh, I remember I was like, great, the gyms are closed. How the fuck am I gonna work out? So I started going to the park up the street. And I'm, I'm working out. There's nobody, nobody for like yards for like, I'm talking about 25 yards, like nobody in sight. This woman, this woman and her kid, she brings her kid to me while I'm working. out. goes, uh, you're not supposed to be, you're not, you're not supposed to be uh, working out, but doing pull-ups here. The, 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 the it's thing like, go is home closed. if you're so scared. And she's fat. And I'm like, why I'm working out <laughs> trying to get my body right, and there you are bringing your kid, your fat ass, bringing your kid to me, <laughs> yeah. trying to do some social justice shit. That's and that's what it's more about, and that's what, dude. The last like epic meltdown I got in, like she wanted to wear a oh, mask. Oh yeah, the epic meltdown. Yeah, she, yeah, <laughs> in the street, dude. It was a whole snowball. Cause like she's like, oh, let's take a walk. So I'm like, all right, let's take a walk, and uh, she. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. She wants to wear masks, so I don't bother her. I'm like, whatever. You want to wear your mask? Go for it. Like, I went to Lake Arrowhead this weekend with a girl, and she was like, I'm going to wear my mask that everyone else is and shit. I'm like, ah, don't, no, don't that's worry cool. about it. Yeah, and yeah, that's cool. She didn't bother me. The other girl, she goes, you, so you're just like not going to wear your mask? I'm like, we're fucking outside. Outside. We're outside. It's just outside. me and you freaking out. Some other guy, it's just like, it's too much. And, and I, I freaked out. I go, hey, you want to wear your mask? Go for it. Biden likes Kamala. I I like the pick. It's good. I think it's a good pick. And she goes, "What are you talking about?" I go, "Everything. That's what this is all about." I go, "Biden and Kamala. Sure, I'll vote for him. It sounds fine. It sounds fine enough. I don't want to wear my fucking mask." Oh, if we were at a diner, we walked by. If I if I had a little drink in my hand, no one would bother me. But everyone's got to tell me to wear my mask because I'm walking like this. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. I'm like I like Kamala. I like yeah. it. Yeah. What is it not enough? Is it not enough? You got you got Kamala. <laughs> I like it. It's good for the story. She's good. Biden's going to die. She's going to have the run in. It'll be interesting. <laughs> in three months, people will be like, you know what? We can't hate Trump anymore. We'll just hate Biden then. Have yeah, Kamala take over. Yeah. It's good. It'll be fun. I don't want to wear fun. a mask. I always tell people, I'm like, e- 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 you know what? I mean, uh, you know, I voted Trump and I don't give a damn of what, what, what people say. You know what I mean? Get him. And, and I'm just like, I voted Trump because I've always been anti-establishment. I don't like establishment politicians, but you cannot tell me. 
and I've said this to other comics before, that he is not the funniest president to oh. ever exist. It's he's a stand-up comedy show, bro. No, I hope <laughs> I hope he does something next. <laughs> I just hope he's, there's some sort of podcast at least. Oh man, I, you, know, you know you know what my wish for is I I really wish that after January, I don't know what he does, but you know there, there there's that couple months where he's probably just not gonna do anything. But I hope when he comes back, he does a Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, he's gotta insane. He's gotta. It, yeah. it, 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 if that happens, I swear to God, like I wouldn't even play it. As soon as I know, I'm, I'm like, hey, have you guys watched Joe Rogan? Hey, Jordan, why don't you come to my house? Don't watch it. Let's let's everybody get together. That'll be monumental, dude. <sighs> he's so good. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I was telling somebody last night. I was like, you know, you didn't think anyone would top Clinton in terms of what happened at the White House. And he didn't think anyone would top George W. in terms of what you could just say. Yeah, yeah, And this guy beat them both. Yeah. He was like, oh, you got a blowjob in the White House? He had Russian hookers pissing on me, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Russian hookers pissing on me, bitch. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's amazing, man. I mean, you know. Ah. I, I I don't know. It's 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 like it's like a tale of two Americas now. It's like everybody in the coast versus everybody in the middle. Yeah. You know. I mean, uh, Michigan, where you're from, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Constantine is a pretty is is it a a pretty conservative town? Very much so. Very. I'm much I'm so. guessing most farms. Yes. Yeah. It's like not, It's across <coughs> the board pretty conservative. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Very much. Like I see my my like people I grew up with and their parents and stuff, their Facebook posts and shit. And it's like, they hate the governor there. They're like, fuck Biden. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. they want to put on the bullhorns and go into the Capitol, man. They yeah. want in there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's very interesting to see both sides of it. See that. And then see LA side of it, which I live in, you know? Yeah. And I remember during the election, I was like, man, whoever wins, Someone like a lot of people are gonna be unhappy, and that makes me happy. Yeah, because yeah. I go and, either LA. That's what I'm saying. I am for the side that brings the most comedy. Yeah. I am for the side yeah. that brings the the most havoc and chaos. Bring what it. side is that? I don't know. Bring it, <laughs> bring, it. it bring it, bro. You know, oh man, that's it's 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 gonna be interesting. <laughs> let's see, let's see what happens, man. It, it's it's great for comedy. I mean. You know, do you, I, uh, did you usually tell like political jokes, or do, do you tell a lot of political jokes? Not much. I mean, and when I do, I, don't I, tell I, any, I try like at all. I mean, I've got like you know, I make fun of the woke people. Like, yeah. I make fun of cancel culture and shit like that. But it's not heavy into my set. I don't try to be politically. He- I'm not a Jimmy Dore where everything's po- political, right? Or a Bill Maher. You know, right. I try to like I talk about family. I I I try to be well rounded because I feel like. That's not my niche. Yeah. You know, my niche is just all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. I'm not big into the political jokes at all. I mean, it's fine. It's, they're funny. It just always feels like a big roast section. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, comedy. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's But, you fine. know, you know, I've, I've, like, when I've grown, like, just recently, within the past four or five years, I've noticed, like, I started talking more about politics. And I think, I think it's a way of growing up as a comedian because... Um, to a certain extent, like you want to talk about the things that affect everyday people. You mm. want to you you want to talk about that. It 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 seems like like when I was much younger, I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna talk about being Asian. I'm just gonna talk about that shit. I just want to be talking about safe stuff. But then now it's just, it's like, I feel like you when you grow up in comedy, like sooner or later, you can't have the same act for ten years. Nah. You're gonna have to progress. And I think the ultimate progression. You can't degress, you know. I think the o- the ultimate progression is actually you talking about uh some substantial, 
like, you know, something that affects Americans, you know, and trying to make that funny. For sure. You know, like Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr goes off in the woke culture. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, if I think eventually that's what, if you're in comedy long enough, I think that's what you're going to have to do or, you know, yeah, you're going to have to progress to. Try and write whatever, man. I was slinging Mulan jokes. I was trying to, I was trying yeah. to reach... <laughs> I was trying to mix it up over Panda. I was trying to be like, all right, tell some current. Because before I used to try and tell jokes like that would like last forever. But I was like, ah, tell like moment of jokes. Topical I, jokes, man. Because yeah. I used to, uh, I've, over the years, I've like, I don't like our specials as much. Maybe because there's like too many that come out. Too, I mean, a, a lot of mediocre ones. And it's like, by the time I see it, even, dude, I love Bill Burr. But when I'm watching it or I'm watching like Louis C.K. in front of a huge theater or something, I'm like, I can't help but take into account how much everyone paid to see him and so they're gonna laugh and they're fans of him and he's told that a lot of times i'm like man the the person who has to fight for the laugh is like so much funnier yeah yeah, yeah, not that they can't do that it's just like those specials are always so polished and everything i'm like i don't know i kind of i kind of lean towards wanting to put like your current stuff (laughs) out and that's why i I don't know i've been trying to do that with my podcast like my like a, a new joke and put it out and then it's like whatever so i'm not so attached to it and it's not so precious yeah and, and that's the thing like you know? I, I just give commentary every day so it's, it's like I, I i pick five news articles yeah and i read i read the headline i read the first paragraph and whatever i think yeah i'm gonna say and if it's funny if it's funny if it if, if it you know sticks on the wall it sticks on the wall but if it doesn't it doesn't right you know but yeah man i feel like i feel like nowadays it's like um you need to come up with new material all the time. It's not like the go- they say the golden age of comedy where back in the Jerry Seinfeld days, you could hang on to the same five minutes that you do for years. I know. You know? It's like, I, I is it because people have short attention spans, do you think? It's like that. Well, there's just so many jokes, <clears throat> man. There's so many jokes. I, like, I was watching Seinfeld the other night. I, it, shit's, yeah. This shit's brilliant. Like, I was watching the show, and it cuts to a stand-up <clears throat> for a minute. And he's got a joke about who... who who's the first person to give the finger, you know? He's like, why not the toe? The toe's dirty. It's some, And I'm like, I first heard Dane Cook tell that joke yeah, on Comedy yeah. Central Presents. He's he, he's like, suck my back instead of the finger. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I'm, like, he, 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 I'm he, like, just so much shit happened. You don't realize it's like it's not stealing by any means, but I'm like, man, that's like, is that, that joke's done. Yeah. And I'm like, what else yeah. you gotta? Yeah. I don't know. There's just so much. It It, it is. It is. And I think, uh, especially comedy now is like, when I do open mics, like, I try, like, if it's the same night, I'll do the same jokes. Yeah. But if I'm doing an open mic on Monday and Tuesday, the jokes that you'll hear on Tuesday is not going to be the same as Monday. That's how, that's, that's how much of, uh, I would say, that's how much new jokes I'm, I'm trying to generate. Yeah. I feel, I don't know if that's good or bad. I you know? I, it's whatever. <clears throat> I don't know, man. But what is, what is good? It's like. I yeah. don't know. Is it better to have like you, like who you are, or like like I mean your jokes just written, your shit, your polished act, or do you want to be like a comedy ninja? You can just go up and you're just funny. You're just talking and funny. You're like you're doing your podcast well, and you're like yeah, always yeah. kind of talented. You're whatever like, you do like has value. Andrew Schultz. To it. Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, he's doing that a lot. Yeah, man. I, I haven't seen much of his stand up at all. I've just seen great. his podcast. Off the cuff, does great. He he, I think he's well known for his crowd work. Yeah, comes off like that. You know, he's fucking amazing. You know, and I'm like, dude, I, uh, I, I, I could only wish to be that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but here, uh, do you think comedy like 
you you can't watch comedy the same as you would as a normal person, right? No, no, not anymore. Yeah. That's it's and it changes over time, but like from the first time like I did stand up, it changed <laughs> after that and then after a year it really changed. Yeah, and, because you know and it changes now all the time. Because so. you're an employee now. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and and I feel you know I feel I feel like kind of like a prick because people people be like, man, who who's your favorite comic? You do comedy? Who's your you know? And it's like there's Richard Pryor, there's Patrice O'Neill, but like the true my favorite comic, like I love Keith Kelly, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Keith Kelly, Chris Carter, like Jared Levin, Katie Lyon, like these you don't realize how funny these people are. Yeah, like to yeah, me, yeah. these are like some of the funniest comics yeah. on the entire world. Yeah, Jared Levin is fucking amazing. Keith Kelly, you he's, know. he's he's fucking he's his his penmanship is amazing, <laughs> you know. And who's the other guy you mentioned? Oh, did I say Jared? I said Kenny. I don't know. Jeff Carasalas. I always loved him. Oh, Carasalas. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck this fucking place! You fucking sensitive bitches! Uh, okay, all right, Jeff. all right, Jeff. All right, Jeff. All right, man. <laughs> My buddy Rishi, he's fucking hilarious. He tells murder jokes. It's like you know yeah, when I you're love- if you're like a real music head, you know, in, back in the day, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know even even Leonard Skinner, Led Zeppelin, like that's that's like too commercial. Like you got to go deeper. You know, if you're really in a music file, or whatever, not a cinephile, but whatever that would be. You would love the underground shit, yeah, and that's yeah. what we're the closest to. Yeah, we yeah. really are. We're at the pinnacle of the fucking underground where we see the gems. We're like, oh, this guy can just fucking slay, or this yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. Not, probably not this girl, but you know, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. this podcast is about to get canceled. Yeah. Cancel it, or like Amir, dude. Amir is hilarious. Oh yeah, and he's so talented. It's like, yeah, man. Where do you find this guy? Yeah. I mean, uh, he he moved to Vegas. He's uh, doing a lot of videos in Vegas. I'm pretty sure he's happy there, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, man. I mean, me and Amir had a good thing going with the Wings of Love for a bit. You know, that was is that the jam thing you did? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I've seen. I saw you you guys' episode with Rishi where he was rapping. Yeah. That was dope, dude. Mm-hmm. Bring that back. Yeah. I want to be on that too. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, back. yeah, for sure. You know, when 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 Amir comes back. Every time he's back in L.A., you know, I, I, I always told him, like, Let, let's do a Wings of Love every time you're in L.A. Fuck he's like, yeah, yeah, dude. You know. Yeah, he's talented. Toka la guitarra. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, I've got some questions, man. Bring it. So, you got here. Uh, is the place that you're living in now the same place that you moved into now? No, no. At first, I moved into Sherman <laughs> Oaks. Did you move here by yourself? No. Well, okay. So I first came out here. I didn't like move, move out here, but I lived out here for like 11 weeks in 2011. And that's when I first did stand up. And I lived by myself then. I like subleased this apartment at USC. Why? Just because you just wanted to go to LA? I had a film internship at this little production company. Oh. And uh, <coughs> I made a short film while I was here. I kind of worked on commercials and shit. But, you know, I got to hang out in LA. I got to scope it out because I thought <coughs> I wanted to move here. So. Uh-huh. Kong. <laughs> I uh, so then I tried stand up twice. I went to the open mic at the Improv mm. back then. The Tuesday, or I think it was Tuesday back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was way different, man. Way different. It was you. You were probably around back then. Mm-hmm. And back, I don't know. I remember seeing like Jeremiah Watkins. I remember seeing Jamar Neighbors and Anya Malik and Peter Benchat. Ben, ah, ben, you know the fucking guy. He, yeah, he hosted. He uh, and Rita didn't watch back By- then. Uh, 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 Bayakowski. Mike, by no. oh Banachowski, yeah Banachowski, okay. and some go. some black guy named Mike with dreads would host a lot, and like yeah. Jeremy Scipio was around there. Yeah, 
and it's like there wasn't a hundred people showing up. God. Rita didn't even fucking watch. I never saw her. People mentioned her. I never saw her once. Yeah. Thirty people showed up. Yeah. Twenty of them got up. They put the list out, and it yeah. was it felt like magic, though, dude. It felt like fucking magic. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. When did you first start? Oh man, I started. Uh, <laughs> I've been here for a long time, man. I started in uh, Jesselnik, uh, Ty Rivera. Katie. He's yeah, so man. funny. He was at, uh he's actually the one that uh, introduced me to the road. So Really? Yeah, so I got to uh do a couple years of uh, of road work and uh connections. He's, with he's him. from Phoenix originally, he's right? From Phoenix, okay, yeah. yeah, man. I I don't know Ty super well. I've like talked to him a little bit online. No, he, he's he he's fucking out. amazing. Will murder. I think he's so funny, man. Yeah. And I just love how antagonistic he is. Yeah, he is, dude. It's hella- it's like, dude, we need more of that. <laughs> we need more heels in this fucking group telling everyone to fuck off. I love watching the threat. I mean, you know, I love try I love when people try to debate him on Facebook. I'm like, "Oh, well, you just opened up a a floodgate of insults." <laughs> dude, me and Rishi, there's like Rishi, Rishi's a psychopath. He goes on like Facebook to watch fights on purpose, and he there's like some Facebook comedy thread going on where I don't know why people were arguing over some something that was offensive that wasn't that was misogynistic that wasn't, oh and he's God. like these people are going back and forth, and then Ty Rivera showed up, and I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> they brought the rain, they brought the tie, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it was just decimated from that point on. Yeah, man, you don't want to fuck with that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know so i i did like two open mics i went back and finished up film and i, I acted and stuff in at michigan state and then i came back and i knew that i was like coming back to do open mics though yeah i didn't really know what it consisted of i knew i was going to go to the improv every week and so that's what i came back in 2012 and i first lived in sherman oaks and then i lived in Culver city and then i avoided the improv because it was just too it was too saturated. It felt like high school, man. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, gosh, it's a lottery system, and there, there might be a chance it might not go up. I'd rather just go to an open mic, no matter how yeah. shitty it is, and know that I'm going to work on material, you know? Right. Like, see, I was that dude. See, I I only knew the improv, <coughs> and then when I first moved here, I only went there for, like, three months. You know, you don't get up, and it took me a minute to be like, okay, and then I went to Marty's, and then I went to Sal's. And okay. I went to Rock Paper, and then it just grew, and then I found the Comedy Bureau. Yeah, But yeah, at yeah. first, I was like, oh, there's all this other shit. There's a lot you know? of shit. I saw GT back then, dude. GT, jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude. R.I.P. GT. Yeah, R.I.P. GT, bro. <laughs> shit, man. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny. Uh, he, he, I remember he, he booked me for a bar show one time, and like it was like he was... Uh, Right before the show started, he looked so stressed out because I guess the uh, the owner of the bar was like, "We we need people to buy drinks. Well, why your why your comedian friends not buying drinks?" And so he had to go to every comedian and be like, "Hey, you have to buy a drink." I'm like, "Oh, oh god, man. that's it's such stressful. comedy. It's stressful. Yeah. Fucking book it uh, like fucking producing a show, man. Especially when the fucking when the owner is like, "Hey, yeah, you gotta make us some money, bro." Ugh. I don't like running shows, and hats off to every like Talmo. He's provided so much stage time for people. Good on you, bro. I couldn't. I can barely do my open mic. I I stopped doing it just because I was like, what's the point? Yeah. I, I want to come up to my roof by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it again, but it's, yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm excited for Phoenix, man. Like that'll be that'll be fun. How long, how long are you gonna be there for? I don't know. Probably just like a are lot you ready of February, for that heat, bro. And I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get out of there before the heat. I'm only gonna be there for like a month. 
if anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back. Okay. Yeah, I'm not ready for that heat because I've been there for that heat before, and it's not exciting. Yeah, dude, it's like 110, right? Yeah, yeah. Of 120 dry. sometimes. Dry. I mean, I'd rather get dry heat than fucking humid heat. Yeah. You know, yeah. but dude, dude, that's a that's a different level of heat, bro. Yeah. You know, I couldn't do that, and I'll be out well before then. So I'll be back in this shit. You're gonna be in Austin by then, most likely. Okay. You know, um. I'm moving to Austin because of uh, I think it'll be great for stand-up comedy within the next decade. Fuck yeah. Joe Rogan's opening up a club there. I heard the Improv and Zanies are thinking about opening up a club there. So within the next five years, it's going to be like three comedy clubs, legacy cl- uh, comedy clubs that's probably going to open up. So Okay. Get it in, man. Yeah, man. I'm curious what will happen. We'll yeah. See. I don't know, man. I mean, L.A. will always be L.A., but ugh. I know. I know. I've always been a little tied for to it because, like, I don't know, trying to act, and a lot of that's here. It's either here or New York. Yeah. And I'm interested if that, because in some ways it has become more regional, just it's all self-tapes right now. It's, like, all self-tapes. So it's, like, you don't have to be here. There's some stuff where they'll put the, their casting for, like, L.A. locals because yeah. of Corona, but it's, like, you don't really have to be here for in-person auditions, and I wonder if that's going to keep up, honestly. I we'll think see. it will. We'll see. Yeah. You're you're in Disney's back lot, man. Yeah, yeah, Disney and Warner Brothers around the corner. I know. As I'm driving here, I'm like, all right. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris is a studio man. We are in the studio with Chris yeah, Rubio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Beats, uh, you live in Koreatown right yeah, now. Yeah, right? man. For now. That place is fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I lived in Culver City before that, which was more of my favorite. I lived there with a lady. We we went splitsies, and yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. we went splitsies, and we went to Koreatown. We actually both moved to Koreatown to separate places. Yeah. She got mugged at like eleven a.m. one time. Eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. Jesus, I know. Like and like people were going to their cars and shit. Just I was like, it's crazy. I'm and I've I like my place. I like that I live alone. You yeah, know? single man or whatever. But is it is it a studio? Yeah. It's a oh, studio? Yeah. It's tiny. It's the size of this studio. This if, studio if right you, here, yeah, bro. If you don't mind me asking, how much you paying? $950. Too much. Dude, I'm looking... I don't know. I've I've wanted for a long time. I'm like, man. When I, but that's about the average price for a studio. Oh, right? yeah. It's like as low as you can get. Yeah. Like, it's a, a good deal by all means for yeah. that, you know? But I'm ready to, like, live on a farm, bro, honestly. Which you can have in California, like... 30 minutes outside of here, you can, like, live out in the middle of nowhere, pretty much. Yeah, for a fraction of the price. Yeah. Not a fraction of... Uh, not less. A fraction of, uh, you much get more less. for less. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm aiming. I'm looking to maybe even, like, Camarillo or something like that. Or Oh, really? Camarillo? Yeah, like, I really want to live where there's, like, fields again. You know? Yeah, yeah, But yeah, I yeah. have some... I want to... I do oh, love... Oh, missing back home, huh? I, a little <laughs> bit. I, like... I hate where I come from in a lot of ways. <laughs> Why? It's just, like... Small town. It's like I hate the winter. I just have shit memories of like the winter being cold. It's not like fun. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone there is like miserable. Everyone just like works at like factory jobs. Everyone's addicted to drugs. There's meth flying out. It's like terrible. Really? But I love I love the peacefulness of like the feel. Like when I go home in summer, it's great. It's just yeah. overall I can't. You know, but I love the beach and shit. So if I can still be like within an hour of driving distance from the beach, not Venice Beach, but in, in not Venice, beach. Venice. <laughs> Malibu and shit though. If I'm over that way. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. And and that's the one thing. I mean, you know, when when I moved to Austin, um, 
it's it's very vibrant there, but that's one thing I'll be missing about LA. It's just fuck the, the the beaches, the weather. Sure. You know. Yeah, but, that's the thing I love. <laughs> I can't I can't let go. Yeah, but then you know, I mean, K- Koreatown. I mean, it's pl- it's plagued with homelessness, bro. Yeah, there's like human shit everywhere. Bro. Yeah, like, dude, everywhere. how do you handle that shit? I I, I live on Turd Alley. Me, <laughs> me and my friend, we call it Turd Alley, the specific spot where you always park, and it's just like it's terrible. I don't know. You, you get duped. So what I, the fuck, I Jordan? I don't know. <laughs> I before like this time last year. Have you ever stepped in one? Oh yeah, like last week. Oh dude. shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, last week. How could you step in one? Are, aren't you, you like know very why? careful? I of... was, dude. I was walking. I was very careful, and it's like the shit in the grass, right? But I figured oh. I would avoid the grass, oh, and man. I would stay on the street. And then there was shit in the street. Somebody shit in the street. So I was thinking that must be a human thing. So you're you're like a human. You're ducking between cars. You're taking a dump at night. You know. I'm out. I don't know. I used to feel like it was like part of the suffering until like, oh, until you get a good paycheck, you make it. But I'm like, dude, life's too short. I got to like live my life. Yeah. You know, I got to like get, you were saying you're like, you thought like my whole, like the way I would feel would change if I moved out of Koreatown because it's a third world country. Yeah. I think, (laughs) I think uh, just as far as your psychology, I mean, if you moved in, uh, you know, in Burbank. Yeah, it's chill around here. Man. It's chill around here. I mean, nice. we, I, I mean, we paid an extra so many hundreds, hundreds of dollars to pay, you know, to live here. But you know what? I mean, here, prime example. Uh, one time several months ago, there was a homeless person walking in the front right here. I guess somebody called the cops. Three cops showed up, and I looked at them like, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll never get that in Koreatown, man. Cops would be like, oh, well. Not only that, like occasionally there'll be a bunch of cop cars pulled up and it's like clearly some gang member they were hunting down or something yeah, like that. Dude. The chopper's going ahead. It's like someone died in the floor above me two weeks ago. What, drug overdose or some shit. God damn. You know, I, I, I guess this COVID thing has really made people rethink about living in like very dense urban kind yeah. of heavy populated places like yeah. I, I understand your 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 need to go out to Camarillo or something because sometimes it gets a little insane at least in in where I live it doesn't get that crazy like in Koreatown because yeah. sometimes there's only so many minutes I could spend in Koreatown be like, before I was like I gotta get the fuck out of here bro <laughs> yeah you know that's what I mean survival instinct that's <laughs> yeah it's like it's 11am mugging time bro yeah fuck shit that. dude yeah have you always lived in Burbank Pretty much. Okay. Glendale and Burbank. See, you just got it right off the bat. You're like, yep. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I feel like, and a lot of people from L.A. will say this, depending on where they live, but I feel like uh, Burbank, Glendale is like right in the epicenter of everything. I could go to Hollywood really quick. I yeah. could go to, you know, downtown really quick. And, For sure. You know. Sure. That's speaking of downtown, you know, I you think Koreatown's bad. Downtown LA is fucking horrible. Yeah, it is. It's riddled. Yeah, I was driving Uber like this time last year and just it, a certain street, I forget which it was, like second or first street, you know, one of the main streets. Yeah. It's just a, an apocalypse where, you know, yeah. the lines of the road don't make a difference. You're just driving to swerve around people. Yeah, you know? and the, 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 I've never, so I've been in LA. For all my life. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, I've never seen the homelessness problem this bad. Right. You know, like like one of those streets, I'm, I'm guessing the street you're talking about, was it like m- a mile worth oh, of yeah. tent city? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, dude. It yeah. is like a third. It's like fucking. And it's everywhere. It's like a little bit in like Sherman <coughs> Oaks even. There would yeah. be like that going Under on Under every freeway overpass. Ugh. Sucks. It's like a fucking tent city. I get it. Can't yeah. we go bound, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> 
I mean, if push comes to shove, I mean, uh, if if push comes to shove, are you gonna leave LA? Uh, n- no, no, right? No, but it's weird. I'm kind, I'm kind of feeling like a cowboy right now. You know, uh-huh. I'm going over to Phoenix. I'm gonna like hit up some clubs. Why not New York? Cause I love New York, but it's just like it's the same as LA. It's like expensive. It's like way too expensive and dense. And I don't know what I would do for work there. Not that I'm not sure what I'm gonna do for work when I come back. It's real up in the air. It's always been like that. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I I mean, ideally, honestly, I'm gonna try and get a fucking job on a farm or some shit like that. Or here, out in like Camarillo or something, if I can. Oh, if I can really? get some sort of like physical labor job, that would be ideal. I'm fucking sick of like driving into that like, is uh, that goes against your skin color. Yeah, uh. <laughs> a little bit. That's what I. That's what people. That that's what I grew up doing though, and so that's what that I, hard labor work. Yeah, man. I've always like worked on houses with my dad and like shingling and You're stuff. Earning, earning, earning that fucking dollar, bro. I know, but it, and it's also like, I I've done both. I've done shingling all week, eight hours a day in the hot sun, and it's dirty. And I've also done sitting in a room doing nothing for eight hours. I used to, I used to videotape depositions for lawyers. I would sit there and I'd re- read a book. How fucking fun was that? <laughs> it was so boring, man. It was so... Like, sometimes it's exciting. Sometimes you're <clears throat> sitting there and some guy starts screaming because David Beckham fucked his wife. You know? I had oh. that once. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. What but uh, it was... It's so boring. And there was... At that, after like three years of that, I was like, dude, I wish I was tired and outside in the sun. Like, just breathing fresh air. So... I don't know. I need to find something. Maybe maybe Trader Joe's would call my name. I don't know. Trader Joe's? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas out there. Trader Joe uh Trader Joe's is a good place to work for. It has benefits and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So, you know. Last year this time I was doing weed delivery and I was driving an Uber and I kind of got fired from a mommy and some ice cream shop. You know, I just You got fired from a mommy. Ish. <laughs> I didn't really it just didn't work out. <laughs> They, I couldn't show up for a shift, and they're like, well, you can't have that. And I'm like, well, you're going to have that with me, baby. And that didn't work out. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. Well, I hope you get that fucking whatever job you're looking for. Something. Something. It'll work out. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I think ultimately I'm, I like California, so I want to be right here. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, that's that's good, bro. You know? You got uh, any extracurriculars that you do other than stand-up? Extracurricular. Oh, I play guitar. That's yeah. right. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I used to, and I used to play more live. I got like a two-person band, this singer-songwriter, uh-huh. uh, my friend Lauren Legrasso. I play with, and she's she's like heavy into the music. That's that's her forefront of her career. You know, she does a little bit of everything. She, yeah. She. Did, I met her doing acting originally, but we used to play all over, and we played at like House of Blues and. Hard Rock Cafe, the Viper Room. You guys were just a two-man band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, sometimes we'd have like a drummer on, and she gets together, and she's her. She's made very produced pop music now too. And when she jams live, sometimes she'll have like a track behind her. But we're getting back, and as soon as like somewhat live shows start happening in LA, I think we're gonna get back and playing more and doing that again. Because I've incorporated <coughs> a lot into my podcast. Yeah. And stuff. I'm putting like original music onto that, and I've gotten the itch, and I got a new amp. <laughs> I I got myself a little pandemic amp. I got a new Fender, making some space sounds with it, and I'm fucking digging it. So I'm excited. I I don't know. Before I was kind of, you know, you, you you feel like you got to pick a line, like oh I'm an actor, I'm a stand up or something. Yeah, no. And I was thought, you know, I always kept all that and filmmaking together, and I'm like I don't want to like deny this. It's so fun. I've always loved. I yeah. played I played music longer than I've acted or yeah. anything else. You know, so yeah. I was like nurture that. You know. 
Yeah, that. man. I'm a, fuck, man. I mean, all I do is produce beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're. A, would you call it a DJ? Is that what it's proper? You're. A, uh, he yes and no. Yeah. You know, I take I take royalty. A, you're a composer. Yeah. Well. I guess so. Yeah. I take royalty-free loops and I layer it on top of each other. Would you call that a composer? I think that's composition. <coughs> that's huh? composing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I shut off d- different percussions and bass lines and yeah. then I let that ride and then I bring them back on. Hell yeah. You know, and then I uh, do my mediocre rap on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is music making, man. That is, it's funny. So those are like royalty-free. It's funny how like, you know, you gotta have like, rights to music and shit if you're going to use certain samples and i was thinking about that and but i was thinking about how like sometimes you can get sued if like a song sounds similar you know yeah but but i'm like but we're always taking from other people that's what i mean bro. even with stand-up like you're you're just building off of what can't and i was like more than that like i didn't invent the fucking guitar and the guy that like the rolling stones they didn't make the guitar either so shouldn't the guy who made guitar like get all the royalties yeah 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 I don't know. It goes down to that, and Mickey Mouse is trademarked, and then you're like, "What? I can't draw Mickey Mouse." Yeah, I probably can't. I probably get in trouble for saying it right now. Yeah, it's weird, man. I mean, uh, you know, when I do those loops, it, it's like the loops sound so great. You know, what I mean, and I know it, it, they're they're individual loops. Like, there's a just a baseline loop or just a percussion loop. Yeah. But you know, I feel like sometimes it's cheating because I'm like, "Oh, this sounds good. This sounds good. Let's see what happens if I mix them together, and it sounds great." Yeah. And I'm like, I just made some music, but then. In my mind, I'm like, you just pick two loops and you just put them together. It that's not really making music, but that is making music, you know. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, and know? I'm just, I'm just like, I feel, I, I don't feel like a fraud, but I feel like it's too easy sometimes. Like you know, like uh, with with this loop station, I've got five different tracks, and yeah. I've I've got five different loops that I could pick, and I could shut them off and on when uh at at any given moment, and it if it. it a lot of people think it's magic. Oh, that's so. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this is just five loops. Yeah, because <laughs> you didn't record all the. What if you made the loops yourself first? Well, yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, know. I can, but you know, why? <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. You why? Want to do. And and plus, you know, I feel like uh, if if the beat sounds good, uh, and it's my rap, it's my own thing. Yeah. You know, especially with your rap, like what are you going to do about all the music from the 80s and 90s? Then is it all false? Because a lot of them, you know, it's taking samples from real produced things like that's what I'm all your favorite man. stuff. So it's like that's what rap is. Is that invalid? No, it's dope. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's like it's like furthering the legacy of that one sound. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there's only so many chord progressions you can do, man. I mean, there is a limit. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I often think about this. So. So you know oldies is done, folklore is done. <laughs> like nobody produces those anymore, right? The well, I w- I don't know no, if those but, are but, done. But, well, I, I'm I'm talking about done like it's not mainstream. Like you know, yeah, sure there's some people that do it. Yeah. It's 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 dead basically, yeah, right? Yeah. I feel like rock music is on its way down because yeah. Of just all this electronic shit. Right now, it's all electronic music. And electronic music is just like on an incline. Always been on the incline for like 10 years. And I feel like anything that's acoustic, like it's been going down. Oh, yeah. No, I feel the same. It's like by all rights, I'm I'm a rock and roller, you know? Yeah. I love Leonard Skinner, Rolling Stones. And then more recent, you know, like when I was in college, I was dying to hear the latest Queens of the Stone Age album. The yeah. latest Tours, The latest... 
Jack White, you know, Arctic Monkeys. And I was thinking in the last few years, I'm like, man, I don't even like even if they come out with something new, I don't know like that it's coming out. There's no other there's no new band that I give a fuck about. Like, honestly, I love Justin Bieber. I'm excited for his new <laughs> shit. I really am. I'm, I am a B Lieber. He's my like hero. He's yeah, my yeah, he's yeah. my little younger. He's, he's a fucking he's, talented dude. He's man. my big younger brother. Yeah, me. he's my I look up to him. He's younger than me, and I look up to Justin Bieber, okay? But I, I'm a little bummed that I there's not... Okay, there's some, and it's few and far between. Gary Clark Jr. was like the last one that was like, oh, there's a new artist that's fucking dope, I like, man. And uh, I'm in. I like Chris... What's his name? Chris Puth? Chris uh, something? I don't know Chris Puth. Oh, man. He's 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 just like uh, this piano player, and he does fucking just awesome vocals. Okay. You know what I mean? And he does like a lot of poppy shit, which I like, you know. Okay. So, yeah, man, it's weird. I, I I think rock is on its way out, and I don't know what that new, I don't know what that new genre of music <laughs> is gonna take this uh this this society away, bro. It you will, know, and it's weird because you can still listen to rock in L.A. You can listen to nine two five five and maybe some others, but it's it's always classic rock. And I'm like, yeah. there's no there's not enough of an audience in L.A. To even support a new current alternative, I mean, is there, there was one like ninety eight seven, but I don't. It's I don't know. It's different. Yeah. Maybe I just can't keep up with these goddamn kids. Yeah, I know, man. I always think like, what do you think the next music's gonna be? Is is it gonna be like just AI, just just like <laughs> just a computer making music? Yeah. What you would know? it be? Because well, you think where can it go from here? Because it's so it, digital. It, I but, mean, and the like only that's way, what our culture is. Yeah, I mean, the only way it's gonna go is digital. So it would be interesting if it uh, it shifted to really simple to just straight up voices, and we got like dope ass songs where, like you know, the bands where people do all the instruments with their voices, like Pantonics. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. I just think of you ever seen uh, what's that the movie The Breakup where he's like my acapella brand here comes treble. I don't no, know. I've never. <laughs> Anyways, it's gonna be. But what if it's like really intricate and it's just it's all voice because we take so much pride in human talent because we got over the fucking digital and we're like over instruments. Period. We're like this is your best instrument and it's like only percussion off of your body and shit. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. mouth percussion and it's just voices. Oh, I'm calling it right here, Chris. That's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I I took an. I'm not, I'm gonna be straight with you. I'm gonna be straight across the board. I ate a marijuana edible in the car before I got here. <laughs> Okay, and I really honestly think that's gonna happen next. I think it's the opposite. Oh, okay. I think it's just uh, just a single digital sound for like five minutes, and people like, oh my god, what is this? Eight bit. That's, <laughs> not, that's not eight bit, or, or or some sort of frequency that human ears are not are are doesn't hear on a regular basis that uh, will will somehow be manipulated into music that that we could hear on a subtle level. I don't know, man. It has to be digital. It has to be. I don't know what that is. You that know? That is interesting. Yeah. Like 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 some sort of like sonic sound like like uh oh, you need earphones to hear this. Close your eyes mm. and you know, because there's frequencies that I guess our ears could hear only at uh, like one frequency at a time. Okay. You know? So 
I don't know, man. It, 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 it could be that. That's what I was thinking. I did not eat it edible. <laughs> this, this is reminding me of how much I like <coughs> lo-fi. You ever listen to lo-fi? I love lo-fi. I, I haven't listened to it in a minute. I'm just realizing it's so relaxing, you know? Yeah, a little yeah, buzz yeah. on it, a little yeah. like, vinyl sound to uh, do, it. Do you know who Mark Farina is? No, I do not. Mark Farina used to be this, uh, back in the days, he used to spin house music, but then um, he had these series of CDs called Mushroom Jazz. And it was like something like, uh, you know, hell with house music. This is something that's about 98 beats per minute and just mellow. And there's always shrooms on, on the CD covers. So he, he wants you to trip on a mushrooms and just like just enjoy the whole album. Like okay. Like, okay. 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 In the auditory. Yeah. I like the mushrooms. I'm down with that. <clears throat> I'm down with OPP. Yeah. yeah When's yeah. the last time you done shrooms? Oh, when's the last time me and the boys ate them? Uh... What I do it every day. Oh no, no. Oh, you do you do a little bit of mushrooms every single day. I microdose. Really? What's a microdose to you? Is microdose a, is point one of a gram. Is that you talking like just a, a stem would be that, or just a cap? Uh, I or don't even know. Less it, than it, that? I I grind it to a very very powder. Oh, you get it fine. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you just uh you put that in a tea or something? Or I just you... uh, put it in my mouth and I guzzle it down with water. Oh, that's awesome, man. When yeah. I, w- I went home, uh, not home, well, kind of home. I have a lot of family in Arizona, and I went to Phoenix, and me and my cousin, we ate mushrooms, like, every day for, like, four days, which, I don't know, for, it was probably wearing out, because, like, the first night we were there, we got hammered, and we, like, ate a bunch, and then yeah. the second night, we ate a little, and the third night, we, like, ate a bunch, and yeah. I don't know. So, they wear off a little bit when you do them back-to-back like that, trying to do large You can't OD on them. Yeah. So that's you nice, know. but um, you know, I, but I, I, I did them. I did them, baby. I I, I think I think it's a good idea for everybody to experience the God trip. You know what the God trip is, right? I do not know. The God trip is uh, you take uh, like five grams of mushrooms, right? Okay. Uh, dry and and you eat it. You lock yourself in a room, uh, by yourself, and you just you, you just face your fears. You just you know you come out of that five, six, sometimes seven hours of experience. Just you know, just just debating with yourself dark room and, and you know you uh, i would say 92 even 95 99 percent of people come out enlightened you know so what do the other 10 percent <laughs> come out like <laughs> i don't want to know man that sounds cra- i need That's, i like nature yeah. i need some nature yeah well uh i i, I don't i don't do weed because uh weed it, it, it gets me paranoid Okay. You know, and uh, you know, it's like it's like that typical saying: some drugs are not for everybody. Yeah. Weed is not for me. Mushroom is more my thing. You know. That's so. fun. You ever you ever da- do a little acid? I've done every drug in the book except for things that you inject. That's good. You know, I mean, I, like- I mean, my favorite uh, is is of course the yay, the cocaine. But you know, <laughs> I've got a. You you've got to shy away from it. There's been plenty of parties. I've, uh, it's great, but you feel so depressed after. It takes it from you. It, it takes from you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I your soul, bro. I've never been a big cokehead, but I've had a, one one or two times where I did the cocaine. Yeah. And I, and I was good at it. Yeah. I was good at doing it. Well, I was great at it too. Yeah. They call and, me the fucking Filipino vacuum cleaner, bro. But it it <laughs> it, 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 it God point it God tripped me out. Honestly, the next day I was like, well, I don't you know, like you this. know, you know what's the worst? Yeah, you know what's the worst? I, it, you know, I'm not. Some people, I, I, I can understand why people slip into that fucking uh that state of depression because especially if 
people that binge on it yeah. that do it every week i'm like yeah good luck with that good luck fucking getting depressed on that because oh. you're just setting yourself up for failure yeah you know but what like fucks me up for a month yeah 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 <laughs> but what's the worst is actually seeing the sun go up has that ever happened to you? yeah that is the worst it's because not that's you're not the whole good. day you're up the whole day yeah, and yeah. you're like fuck this what the fuck did i just do with my life it's not good it's not good man Your brain's supposed to go to sleep yes yeah yeah but and I've had a I've had kind of a party summer mostly, but just like the mushrooms and acid ones. Yeah. So uh, I know you know I know all about cocaine. You've got to exercise a lot of responsibility with it, man. That had with great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> bro. Yeah. You know. And it, so, but you know, it's like if if next year happens, and you know, haven't done cocaine in fucking months. Yeah. You know, but if next year happens and there's a New Year's Eve party and there's like okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. Something like that. <laughs> as long as you're not back just doing it off of a mirror and like a CD motel room and then the sun's coming there's up. A, yeah, there's, there's, I think one of my, one of my comedian friends, Mark Fry, he was, uh, room, uh, he had a roommate one time and like every other night he would just be watching TV just doing that shit, just doing bumps. And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh man, that's not a kind of person you want to live with, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do I do the pot. I I'm by by all means a pothead. But, yeah. You know, I wake have you up. Ever done, have you ever done ecstasy? Man, only once. Man, Ken, I got some on my birthday. Kenny brought some to me. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Kenny. And just a little bit, and I'm a little I'm a little bummed out. I haven't dabbled in that a little bit more because that was fun. That was all cool. Dude, you know? uh, I was going to raise back. Jerk off a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, was just in my room by myself. Yeah, I yeah. ate mushrooms too that day. Oh, that's what it is, hammered. dude. And I was like, I just fucking want to come. <laughs> I was uh, going to raves back in 2000. Uh, when when the rays were at its peak, and uh, you know, I dropped a lot of XC in my days, and dude, that's a that's a, that now talk about a party drug. That is a party drug, dude. Bro. W- what's a rave like? I got invited to a rave by a cokehead last weekend, actually, yeah. and I I respectfully I was like, I want to go to bed. I'm no, no, no. Bed. Raves are much different now. Back in the days when it was still underground. It was like it. It was like uh. It was like Woodstock. It's like you know, you you go you go to these raves. Gonna touch some titties tonight. Yeah, there was this one rave Maybe in particular. Touch my dick. Yep, there was <laughs> one rave in particular. It was at Angeles Crest Forest, right? Thousands of people there. Outside. Outside. Um. Okay, I'm in. House, okay, I'm in. House music, funky house music, and when you're fucked up, you couldn't help but fucking just. You can help but just dance all night and just fucking and just enjoy it with people, man. It I, was it I'm was uh, it was that. such a magical atmosphere back in the days. And then it got commercialized and So I hear someone said about Burning Man. They're like, Yeah, it's like a landing strip for like the rich people to like show up and everything. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Very it's a, it's, it's now. A, I think all of it's the different definition now than it was back in the day. So I'm sure. You know. A fellow Asian told me Rojin Kim. Mm. He told me that he had the scoop on. He said he went to Burning Man like 20 years ago when it was like Burning Man. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That would have been such a trip to see like a, something like that burning while you're tripping balls. You're like, what am I fucking doing here? Right. <laughs> God. So, yeah, man. Oh, I, I extracurriculars, I skateboard a little bit. That's newer. I got a skateboard for free earlier this year. It's a longboard. And uh, my boy Jared Levin, you know Jared. Jared yeah. Jared's a surfer and a skateboarder, and he sh- he showed me a thing or two. And dude, I love zoning out and fucking going to the boardwalk and skating up and down that beach. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's been a good time. Yeah, and yeah. around LA, I've sk- been skateboard open mics. 
I don't know, like Nicole was having her, her. Look at how hipster you are. I know. That's what I thought, dude. I started wearing hats. I never was a hat guy. Well, I started growing my hair out. I started wearing hats, riding my longboard around and shit. And I was like, I look like what I hate. Well, whatever. Uh, is there any other sports you played? Like in, how, dude, how was high school in fucking Constantine? I don't know. It was a little everything. Part of it was cool. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I played sports. It was like all you did. So I played football. I wrestled and uh, I played baseball. I did like the traditional sports. Yeah, what, year round, you know. What what position were you in football? Uh, quarterback, running back, little Ooh, defensive back. You were a QB, yeah, bro. yeah, but I'm not like. <laughs> Yeah, not, not Tom you know what? I can look like the the classic high school quarterback on TV. Yeah. I can do that shit. But like my school, we didn't do a lot of passing and shit. We did a lot of running the ball. The quarterback didn't even pass. We it was a handing off, and the quarterback was a running back too. You know, it was different. We we did the wing T offense. You know, so I was and I wasn't the starting quarterback on the team. I wasn't the guy or something. But there's nothing else to do, man. We had like an acting class for one year. How many my, people my were in your year. high school? Oh, uh, 500 in the whole thing. Freshman, Gosh, damn. Freshman see, see, to senior. See, I, I always want to know about what what yeah. is a small town experience, bro? Everyone knows everyone forever. Yeah. And it's like the same like seven families in total. So how'd you date? If there was, was there any girl crushes that you're like, oh, well, now everybody knows. Everybody knows who she is. Everybody knows who she had sex with. Well, Every- it's, it's definitely that for sure. <laughs> and there's like one girl I dated like my senior year. And her family like hates me, and I was like best friends with like <laughs> two of her cousins, and one of them hated me, and one of them we're still friends with, and like there was even dry like one of them had a wedding a couple years ago, and I didn't go because I'm like oh I don't even want to. It's like ten years have gone by, and I'm like I still don't want to deal with that. I was, like, what about high school reunions? Where are you? Are, are, are same you dude, yeah, it was the same. Like I went to a high school reunion. And me and what some, year? Uh, two years ago, 2018. Oh, okay, I, I graduated 2008, so my ten year was two years ago. Yeah, how and was I, that? It was part cool. I I said I talked with a lot of kids that like I didn't talk to a lot in high school because I was like, oh, they're cool, you know. And there was like a a person or two, like one guy didn't show up that I knew didn't like me, and I was like, oh, that took the pressure off. You know? Oh really? Yeah. Why but I you... think it's all cool. You, I don't you, know. You never got bullied. Were you the bully? No, I def I definitely wasn't the bully. I kind of there. Were, I got bullied at times. You did. When I was younger, like when I was a freshman and sophomore for sure, just upperclassmen. But like. Nothing heavy. I was always, I always had friends and stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. Was, you know, it was pretty cool, you know. But, I don't know, not a lot to do in the town. I'm guessing, Constantine? What, like, what, what is the thing well, to do Basically, there? you're judging yourself by how, if you're good at the sports or not, you know. <laughs> Damn. You know, and I was pretty, I was pretty good, you know, but I wasn't like fucking Mr. Star. I wasn't going to college, so it was like, oh, what, what else is there? Yeah. And when I went to Michigan State, I found film, and I was like, okay. This is dope, and I was like, I was like, good at it too, and I was like, oh, yeah, I want to Mi- do this. Yeah, Michigan State. There's a lot of diversity in Michigan State, yeah. right? When 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 you went, so and you said this was the first time you experienced diversity. Oh yeah, this is the first time you saw black people. I mean, <laughs> of course, you've seen black people. Yeah, but, but then, more for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely more. More, more yeah. Asians, more Hispanics. Everything. Yeah, dude. I mean, when you go to yeah, when you go to a small, uh, I'm guessing when you come from a small town of mostly white people, yeah, and then you go to a place like diversity city you're like oh shit right you know yeah I, admit, I i still have a lot of my best friends that i made from college and high school but college just yeah you could find the weird i was i was friends with a bunch of different crowds you know like i had yeah, friends yeah. that a couple of friends that were in the frats a couple of friends <coughs> that were just chill some real artsy people i was friends with the stoners i was friends with the fucking nerds too 
you know, intersects with all things. But yeah. that's where I, I discovered like film and entertainment and this. And it's like, it felt like I always wanted to do this, but that's where it clicked. I was like, oh, I can just do this for the rest of my life. What was the first thing you ever filmed? First thing I ever like, like that, that actually looked good that you were proud of. Well, the first thing I, I first acted in like a, a Mac versus PC parody commercial. Some friend called me up that was in the film program, uh-huh. and I went there and I played the Justin Long like I'm a Mac, I'm a PC, and uh-huh. I was like this is why this <laughs> I played like that. Yeah, and then after that, I, I, uh, I started acting more in those sketches and stuff. The first thing I made as a film was in L.A. when I came out here, and I did a. Uh, like a gangster film it was like three guys in a bathroom uh-huh. talking about a weed deal. I acted in it too. How was it? How was your acting? I think pretty good. I think yeah. it's all right. Yeah. I think it holds up a little bit. It's kind of all, re- it's ridiculous looking through that <laughs> lens. But it was like, it was like a legit thing. I like casted it on LA casting and I, you know, had a legit, you know, camera. It was all of us kids at this internship that made it. It was one of the first things I made. I guess I made a, I made a music video for my friend's band, too. That was dope. Yeah, I used to make music solid. videos. That's, that's, that's really? great. Yeah, man. I love music videos, and I, I kind of wish I, I could have made more. I don't know. I wanted to go down that track a little bit. So are you, are, are you currently uh, doing any film? Are, are you currently filming anything? I'm not. Shoot, I'm trying to come up with like some sort of quick yeah. thing to shoot on my roof before I go. Cause, but uh, currently... I have two like short films that I finished up that I'm submitting to film festivals right now. Nice. So that I I have a slasher that me and Rishi Rishi acted in it. Him and his girlfriend. His girlfriend produced it, and I have a feature film that I wrote like uh, like ninety ninety one pages that what's a, follows. What's a, what's a slug? It's a slasher. It's the it's it's a like dating app fucking base. The serial killers give me, uh, uh, hunting give me, down. Give give me the elevator pitch. The elevator pitch. Okay, trademark. This is registered with the shit, but uh, uh, a new hot dating app at Valley State University allows a sexy serial killer to go on a murder spree across the male student body. God damn, you that know? sounds good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we made it. And we made a short film, and it's pretty fucking dope, man. And it's like the opening scene of what the movie would be. Yeah. And so that's my that's my one project, and I'm trying to figure out new ways to pitch that. And did did you film it? Yeah, yeah. We fi- filmed it. it finished we wrapped editing what, what, on it like uh, a month ago what did you film on what the fuck was it he shot it on was Dude. it a red no it wasn't a red i forget what it was <laughs> tell you the truth yeah I, I don't know it wasn't a red and it wasn't your traditional sl dslr either it's probably a black it wasn't magic a, it wasn't a 7d oh, fuck i forget what it was i don't know Man, I love. I just love filmmaking, dude. So yeah, me too, man. You know, if if, if 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 there's uh any producers, you know, any casting that needs a needs an Asian dude, fucking point on my dude, way, dude. I'll bro. put you in, whatever. <laughs> Those are my ones. I've that, and I made this uh this uh <laughs> this document, this mockumentary about the most famous dog actor of all time, the Hound Dog of Hollywood, and I pl- I play this like dog in a movie. Is it on the internet? No, it's not because I'm submitting that to film festivals. Oh, I- nice. I'll send it to you, man. I mean, I was, I, they're <coughs> they're on my Google Drive, whatever. I'll yeah, send yeah, you these. Yeah. Um, but I'm submitting those. And I'm trying to do the traditional route because I have like I got a TV show like idea that follows the whole thing, and I'm trying to do the thing where you submit it to some contests and festivals, yeah. and filter on like I'm aiming for the big ones. After that, I'm gonna see what it gets into. See if I get into smaller ones. If not, and then I'll post it online ultimately. Yeah. But I'm trying to. I've I've shot. It's so easy to just you shoot something, you put it on YouTube, and it's like dead. 
Yeah. You know, like I, I made this awesome like podcast of horror thing. Like it was based on my podcast, uh-huh. but it was like a horror movie, where, like Jared Kilman. It was like fucking dope. And then like, it got like 34 views. Like I have no, I have no following. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same here. Dude. So I'm like, I'm <laughs> two I'm, people are going to watch it. It's going to be me and you. I'm sick of like, <laughs> especially with the short films though. I'm like, I don't want to put a, something in where I think it's gold and I actually want to try and sell it. So I'm trying to go about the other way of getting representation out of it and stuff. It, it's, it's tough now because, it's because Very the paradigm hard. now for uh, filmmakers is totally different now Yeah. because, you know, back in the days it used to be just big motion picture, uh, you know, companies now, like anybody could make a, could make a film and gosh damn that, that Canon M6 Mark II you see right there oh, shit. shoots 4K 24 frames a second. Oh, you're on it, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, I, I can make quality films. I just need enough light. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it'll look great. You know? Do you, uh, so you make short films too? What's the, what's the last project you uh, were working called, on? It's called Hush Hush. Uh, let me see if I could, if, 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 if I could bring it up here. Fuck it's, yeah. It's actually, uh. What genre are we working with? Uh, horror comedy. Oh, that's my shit, bro. Is that your shit? Dude, yeah. That's what. Motherfucker. That's what One Night Only is, though. The shit I made with Rishi and his girlfriend. Okay, hold on. Amanda Hillsberg. I should say it proper. <laughs> Corey right. Finn shot it for us. He's the fucking genius of the production side, and he knows what camera who shot at. I think. I think hold on. So what'd you do? Are you going for film festivals with this, or yeah, what's your, we, you we, are? We 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 won the NBC, uh, short film festival. Okay, I cool. wrote it and I kind of co-starred in it. Um, NBC like NBC Universal. The, the NBC. Yeah. I didn't. Okay, I didn't know they had film festivals. Yeah. So hold on. That's that's very good. Hold on. Is it? Uh, oh gosh. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pick your brain off of this stuff because I'm this is what I'm trying to figure out, you know. Oh yeah, see right here this one. So hold on to me. So, oh, so yeah. me, this guy Chad right here, we we co-wrote it. Okay. You know, and uh, pretty much hold on, let me let me bring this up. This is badass, dude. Uh, so this is just no. This hold on, let me give you the trailer. Yeah. Because this is like 11 minutes long. No problem. Yeah, send it to me later. I'll watch that, bro. Where's I hope this is Oh there's a trailer, okay. Okay. So Yeah. An innocent family already, baby. This little sister gets twisted. Hello, I'm a new neighbor. Hi. When Dan and his friends return home from Coachella, they find out much more than they had bargained for. I was following orders. From who? The voices in my head. Hush, hush. Yeah, that's a Halloween. You're not supposed shit. to be home yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> that looks fun, man. Yeah, it was a fun thing to shoot, and and the thing was, so uh, we we got selected in like a like a little uh, screen or a, a script writing contest, okay. and our script won the short film, uh, I would say contest, right? Okay, and the, it the started, short script. Yeah, and exactly. The, it started out as. A $2,000, $3,000 budget. Okay, right. fine. Yeah, that's fine. We're, we're going to have a lot of it. It ballooned to a $15,000 oh, wow. uh, thing. And I'm like, oh, who's, uh, you know, we found some funders. And I was like, oh, shit. So it wasn't supposed to look like that. and yeah. But it won, it, I, I don't know how many awards we, we've got. There's 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 all our uh, there's all our things. Do you got? Oh, okay, what do we got? Olympus Film Festival, Hollywood Comedy Shorts. Okay, I yeah. was interested in them. I was yep. interested in that. 
Hollywood comedy shorts. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Studio City. Okay. Yeah. Like spotlight horror. All right, I'm gonna fuck. I'm just stealing this. I've been going around lately. <laughs> Honestly, I've been looking at like friends and stuff. I don't know. Do you ever? Do you submit to Scream Fest LA? Uh, Have you heard of that? I've heard of that. I don't think we we we've submitted Holly Shorts horror monthly screenings. Yeah. Holly Shorts. Oh, is select for Holly Shorts. Yeah. Isn't that Academy Award? Or, or they? It, no. It, it can be no. qual. If you win, it can qualify for the Academy Awards. I it, will it? If. If it's, I'm think it's a Holly something. Yeah. If it's not that, it's the Hollywood shorts. Well, it you know was, what I mean. Sometimes yeah, yeah. They, they have a little name differentiation. Well, it was it was a great experience. Either for way, me. dude. You know, what I mean, I mean, I got a, I got, I got That's a writing, a I got a writing, a writing credit. So, and you know, it, it's, uh, what are those called? Uh, those those little laurels. Yeah, the so laurels. I've got all those yeah, laurels. You know what I mean? So this is excellent, man. Yeah. So okay, it, so it I'm was looking good. For. You know, and NBC they flew us to New York for that competition, and I'm like, shit, this is legit, dude. That this this is was the first. Legit. This is the first of my kind. I mean, we we didn't know. We didn't know it was gonna turn out to be this. We were like, "Oh well, we won yeah. the script. We're just gonna do a two thousand dollar thing." Yeah, you know, and we're just gonna post it on the internet, and you know, just make sure you share it with your followers. And all sure. of a sudden, this. <laughs> So, so what, what's the latest on that? They come to you. They're like, anybody well, ask you about making uh, we something have similar? That guy Jeffrey Thompson, who who's uh, one of our producers, mm -hmm. uh, he's actually shopping the idea for a full full featured film. Perfect. You yeah, know? that's that's our either a full featured plan film too. or or an episodic series. Yeah, you know what I mean. So totally. uh, we don't know yet. I mean, that's great though, man. Yeah, that's what that's great. You have a good proof of concept. Yeah, it's short enough. Yeah. People, it's like, oh, I, I can do, turn this into a bigger thing. Yeah, I kind of want to do something with stand-up comedy too. I know it's been tried on HBO. I think it was what was that that improviser that murders people? I don't know about that. Yeah. I, oh I, wait, 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 wait! You're talking about Barry? Yeah. Oh, that, that's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's the whole concept? So of the it? concept is he's a hitman. Yeah. He's just like you know he's a former marine hitman. What he does for hire, and uh -huh. then he goes to an acting class one day. He's like really into acting. He's like, I don't think I want to be a hitman anymore. I think I want to be an actor. Yeah. And it's it's cool because it's it's a very brilliant show because you get the fucking he's still doing hitman stuff a little bit. Yeah, yeah. For work, and then he's going to class, and it's just it's very realistic what a fucking acting class feels like. The yeah, shit yeah, they yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the normal the nuances yeah. of the acting yeah. class. You gotta be. Stanislavski-ish, yeah. I need. And by the way, it's three hundred dollars per month. You can make those <laughs> yeah. checks payable. Like Henry Winkle is so fucking funny. Yeah, in that. It's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really brilliant show. Yeah. You know. How many seasons did I go for? So there's been two. There's been two. I think. Yeah, there's two. And I kind of want to create like a concept, like and and this. I'm, I don't care. I don't care if this goes on the internet. Like uh, like a stand-up comedian who uh, uh, murders just bad people and talks about it on his open mic sets, but then slowly gets popular for his material. You let's know do I mean? it. Let's yeah. let's make it, dude. I'd make that with you. Fuck yeah. You know, like that. That's just a oh, yeah. good concept for me. Like a, a slash. Like per, the people that he murders are people that deserve it. Yeah. And he talks about it on, and that's his therapy to get yes. through the horrible. <laughs> to to, to yeah. get through the, you know. Killing it comedy. <laughs> yeah. The comedy killer. Yeah, and of course he falls in love with his neighbor. His neighbor freaking finds out. Like, oh, you've yeah. been murdering shit. You know All the mean? shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's your, it's your typical A and B story. You know it's what I mean? It's never ending. Yeah. Well, bro, I mean, how long have we been on this shit for? Hour 14, bro. <laughs> That's all you deserve out there. That's all you deserve. <laughs>
The rest is going to cost you, bitch. Yeah, man. Do you do the Patreon at all or anything like that? No Patreon. Okay. Do you have a Patreon? I do, but uh, it's real. I don't know. I mean, it's more of something in place. I, I I got ten people that subscribe to it, and it's nice. Yeah, it started as uh. What 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 did the followers or subscribers get? They get what's the tears access to my Instagram page. Uh-huh. Um, so I, the one that like my regular one where I just post my content, it's just all comedy, and that's that's free. That's open to the public. But my like old Instagram that like I post personal stuff on or whatever, like selfies, all the old shit. And then movie memes, it, like if I'm fucking around, just like Instagram stories, or uh, I'll I'll include like extended stand-up sets. Like I'll post an entire five minutes of an open mic from yeah, it, yeah, yeah, even yeah. like whether it's bombing or not. Like I'll put it in there or extended music sets from my podcast. Yeah. So that's basically what you get, and you get access to like my short films, like from past, like that yeah, college I one do I that, made. Man. I, it, it just sounds, sounds like too much work. I've got all this social media shit. Yeah. You know, and you know, and then. Now the Patreon thing, and yeah. I know that's something I've got to set up. I set up like a Wings of Love thing for me and Amir, but for my own personal stuff, I feel like, fuck. I don't even know. It, it, it's whatever you want. I was thinking, like, what what would you put on there? Because some people, they'll do an extra podcast episode that's only on the Patreon. You know, I don't do that. I, I just do the Instagram thing, but that was uh, – I, I pretty much put it in place, so – all of a sudden, it's like you start making followers and you don't realize how fast it can happen. It's like I want something in place, whereas if I went on the road, I could maybe have a way to make money. I could direct people to be like, yeah. Yeah, I need to pick your brain on that yeah. because I don't, you know. I'm, and I don't I'm know like if you. it's right, but I'm, I'm, it's just something I'm doing. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I'm new to, I'm not new to the social media game, but, you know, uh, the social media game is hard. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's very discouraging. Yeah. But I feel like, I, I feel like, People that create content like me and you, like we should, uh, you know, intercross, you totally, know, with, with other people because it seems like I told you this on the last open mic, content is king, man, and me and you are creating content. Yeah. Everybody else that criticizes it, they're not. I know, dude. Yeah. You know. And yeah. And then, but yet we're still worried about what they think, and we shouldn't. We should say fuck that. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it's you can tell who's taking it seriously and who's there to just to fucking date a few ugly comics and get out. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, bro. I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, tell me more about your your Jordan Lear program. The Jordan Lear program. So it's 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 a weekly podcast. It's weekly podcast. How it's lo- it's how usually podcast? short. This like thirty minutes. No, it's usually like uh, ten to fifteen minutes. Ten to fifteen. And what? Well, how do you? Is it like topic? Is it like you, you stick on one topic? It's topic like. <laughs> I like themes, so I did a Christmas show. I did a Thanksgiving episode. If yeah. I see a movie, I'll do that. I do uh, if I do a book report. If I finish reading a book, I'll do it like a book report where I like kind of explain whether whether it was a classic novel or uh, something more industrial or whatever. Like I'll explain the book, but the format is always I go stand up clip, music, and I have some drawing. I make some drawing as like the title card. And then, <laughs> and then my ten minutes podcast, and then it ends with another little mini stand up and music, and it's like that. So I'm always putting up current open mic shit, you know, or or jam sessions. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's very. I feel like I like kind of itch my whatever scratch that way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely with less open mics, it's been an avenue of comedy, you know, because I I press record. And I'd go ten to fifteen, and I just go, you know. Some yeah, of it's same funny, here. Some of yeah. it's not. I don't. I don't, dude. 
for a minute there, I was like, am I going to be the guy who cuts it into pieces and makes it all funny? And I'm like, nah, just fucking put it out there and, that's, and, and, that's get, what it and get better at yeah, it. I get yeah. better at it and whatever. Like I told you my thing. I, I do like a 30-minute commentary. I pick five articles. I read the... I know. Dude, you're pumping the shit out. It's impressive to watch. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's impressive. I'm not getting the viewership yeah. as, as I would need. But uh, again... <laughs> you not getting the viewership and doing it encourages me to keep doing it. Because honestly, when I... I've only been doing it for like five months on the podcast. Keep the video. doing it, bro. I'm always liking it. And yeah. And here's one of the first ones I saw and I'm like, oh man, he's, he's really putting it all out there. And I'm like, this, there's a point to this, you know, yeah. and you should do yeah. it. This, it's, it's, it's not even just the views or it, 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 I want people to know that I'm creating content. Yeah. That I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious about where this takes me in the future. And I'm serious about, this is my kind of brand of comedy and I want people to know that this is all organic. I'm just picking articles and this is just, I'm not, I'm not curating it where I'm, it's, it's like I'm, I'm doing bullet points. Like this is exactly what I got to say. Right. Everything's all improv, right. you know, everything is like what, what you do. You just press record. And I think there's an enjoyment in that, yeah. that it's not curated. So yeah, it's a little bit of pressure and you're, but you're doing, you're doing your own thing. And I, I got the happiest when I realized this is something I can do forever. You know what I mean? It's your own show. It's a Jordan Lear program. And, right. and you know, if, if that doesn't ring to you, like, it's your own program. Right. You know, and this is the start of whatever it leads to. And when when you do make it big, you got to think positive, right? <laughs> when you do make it big, it's, it's all a testament to that first Jordan Lear program. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I say I say keep doing it, man. I, my, my good friend Eric Allegria, uh, who's, who's, who started a podcast, is... His podcast looks great. He has Rode microphones. You know, he has like two, three different uh, DSLR cameras. It looks great, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm excited. What's for yours it. recording off of here? What's yours? Uh, just a, a that that rear webcam oh, and, and yeah. these fucking two little fucking webcams. Right I here. didn't even realize those fuckers up yeah, there. Yeah, so so that's why I got this three three different camera spiel, and it looks great because it's already recorded vertically. Yeah, and so all all this I do is, dope, is I just chop it up. There's minor editing. Yeah, there's there's minor editing. And That's nice, my dude. Remember, I talked to you the other night. I said my shit was still exporting. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, it's still exporting. Shut the fuck I up! I swear to God, dude, I saw you throw it away. Minutes. Throw it away. What the fuck I are you doing? I started looking up iMac prices like right away. I was like, oh my I, god, I have bro. to get it. Yeah, it's just that computer's like ten years old. <sighs> dude, you got dude. I mean, a good iMac. I mean, if 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 you spend this is a pretty this is a two year old iMac. Okay. But fucking, I could pump this shit like. I could literally by by the time I press finish on this podcast, I could start editing, and I could just export it because it's native. What's this year recording it in? Okay, so this is eCam. This is uh this is what I go uh used to go live. Is it similar to OSB? I've heard people say or OBS. O- OBS. It's similar to OBS. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. It's one of those. So if things. you're if you're a Mac guy, if 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 you're serious about doing live streaming or or anything that. You know, yeah, I, uh, I like editing it after the fact a little, so I don't mind because I take the st- sometimes I record an episode and I have to wait to do the stand up. I'm like, oh, I got to go do this joke because it's yeah, gonna fit. Yeah, so I don't mind not the live stream. You but know? It, with this program, you could just put in your stand up right there, and it's and, ready and, to go in, in different scenes, and you could just press uh, press the button to the next one, so you don't have to do the editing. That's a good idea. You know what I mean? So everything's like, and and once you get everything in place. You could like literally get your Jordan Lear program, your your fifteen minutes, yeah. and all that time of editing. You're you just sit fifteen minutes of you talking. And I queue up the drawing. That's and it, and just queue, queue that up. Yeah, and, 
and everything's right. Like, girls ready take for off their bras. Yeah. And- yeah, bro. Yeah, dude, I really need to up my game because if that thing isn't, I'm going to throw it away. I, if, if that thing's not exported <laughs> when I get home, it was at 30%. And usually when it gets over 30%, it kind of shoots up and goes. But hey, it's when been you con- four uh, days. When, when you connect to the internet, is it going? Yeah. Jeez, Louise, dog. Yeah, it's rough. Well, anytime you need help, man. I mean, Dude, you know, yeah. I'm I will hit you up. I'm already stealing ideas just by looking. <laughs> I've seen the film festivals too, man. I'm gonna pick your brain about that. Yeah, man. Okay. But but by all means, I mean that was that was such a fucking amazing, amazing experience. But at the same time, very very daunting and uh, and and it's like yeah, and it drags on. It it drags on. It man. drags on. They all do. You know. And now I'm like, oh, we spent all the time making the movie. Now we got to do this part. I'm like, oh. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. I'm in. What else am I gonna do? Yeah. And then fight. And, and not Dude. even that. The hardest part: finding the funding, finding Ugh. finding who finances it, and you know, I mean, a three thousand dollar film versus a fifteen thousand dollar film. You're talking about production quality of yin and yang, man. Yeah. You're talking about a three thousand. It won't look like that. Sure. You sure. know what I mean? So. Well, we'll make some shit look like that. Got a dope <laughs> ass camera. We can make some shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. It's 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 gonna be fun. And you know, you're gonna be here in L. A. for a while, so yeah, yeah. you have back. access to all these actors back. and. I know. In the yeah, the personalities. That's the thing. It's like, especially if you want to have guests on. It's like, it's so nice to be in L. A. To be like, hey, dude, this guy, be on my podcast. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Anyone, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, if just even just picking cast people for your uh, for, yeah like everybody wants to work but everybody wants to work but you know i mean you've experienced the amount of flakiness yeah that happens in la right yeah i mean ridiculous. you're not you're, you're not oblivious to that, I've, right? I've asked people to be on my podcast and i'll <laughs> go through like five different people and i'm like i just can't get someone to do a thing i don't know is that when you ask me to do this i'm like chris is for real i'm gonna show up it's gonna be this day it's like it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's a thing, and it's I gonna mean, come I already, out. I already have you, Chris Jonesy, and Jen Murphy already booked. Okay, and I have all my February booked, and some of my March booked. Jesus, you know, you're on it, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, and and it's a good thing they know they're coming on that day. Yeah, and there's so there's no excuse if they cancel. I'll be like, okay, well, I guess I could find somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? Feeling if you need. And yeah, and just by having the content up there, people like that content. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean. You know, you like that three, three camera angle. Yeah, I dig it. I dig <laughs> it. I was watching you in Talmo before it came today. Yeah. Straight up. So. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Well, dude, there it is. Hour twenty five minutes, bro. Yeah, take that. Yeah. Take so that, hold on. By, by the way, when when your next uh, when is the next journalier program? Dude, it'll be today if it's exported. <laughs> oh, I forgot. It'll be today. It'll be tonight. And then I don't know. I'll have I'll record another one this week. I've, I'm reading a book. And it'll be released in a month. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm reading a book right now on LA history, and I've been watching a little bit of LA history. So I'm gonna do an LA history book report, and I don't know. I'll probably give it a couple more days. I like doing it like on a Thursday. Hopefully, it comes out on a Friday by the time it's exported. But yeah. uh, we'll see. Okay, so That'll be, it's, probably be it's, the next it's one. been ev- since the last time I met you, Saturday night. Yeah. Today's Monday. Yeah, yeah. Last it's time been. This 15-minute thing has been exporting? Yes. Yeah. And since Friday, actually. Yeah, it started Friday. Are you sure there's not nothing wrong? No. It's, is there it, progress? It, honestly, yeah, there is progress. It, it, it started today at it's 25%. It's Final Cut 7. Yeah, it's got to be Final Cut 7. <laughs> and it might be because, like, the computer, like, kind of goes to sleep, you know, when you go away. So, like, I went and, and stayed with a friend, like, 
for a whole night, a whole night and a day passed. And I went back. I was like, oh, I'm excited to upload this podcast. And I go today. It went from 23 to 25. Uh. And then this morning, <laughs> it went from 25 to 30. So progress is progress <laughs> i don't know if i was like i'm so far along i don't know if it's worth it to just cancel it and restart it or i don't know so that'll well, come you know, up okay today. so so okay we're so on monday it's going on tuesday if now. If, if you go well, so so where do you think that percentage is gonna be when you get home i i hope it's done i hope i get back and it's like gone and it's just the edit is right in front of me i'm like oh it exported and i i think there's a decent chance but it's if i go back and it's 35 percent then I'm gonna, I don't know, find yeah, a school yeah. that's open and do some damage. Oh man! <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Jordan Lear. Thank you very much, guys. Jordan, uh, is there anything you want to say before? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do have one thing. You drink, right? Yeah, I do. I do a little alcohol. Okay, so uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of, I mean, you're doing this free of charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I appreciate that. You know, so the only thing I could do is at least. Give you a what? some Golden Road. Oh what? IPA. That's a large. That's the highest. I've, I've I've got some more over there. This is such a nice gift, Chris. Yeah, dude. You know. This is this is too much. <laughs> dude, dude I, it's too much. I thought Six you. Cans of beer. I thought you, I mean, that's how you can tell I grew up poor because I was like, <laughs> me. This is better than my parents got me for Christmas. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome. Kick ass, bro. Yeah, bro. Dude, well, I'm getting uh, I'm getting new headshots next week. So yeah. I'm, I'm working on Hollywood body. I'm being good boy. I'm being good Jordan, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But after January 20th, yeah, you bro, can say goodbye that. to these bitches because I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to get on Facebook and start some fights. Let's do it, bro. <laughs> Dude, I really appreciate it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks a lot, Jordan. Thank you. Anytime, man. <laughs> Any fucking time. Seriously.